Mas... Mas... Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is Bailey. He is a rapper from Detroit who currently lives here in Toledo. I had the pleasure of meeting up with Bailey at Buster Brown's in Maumee, Ohio. Buster Brown's is an awesome little bar that me and my wife, Raina, play sometimes. And uh, they were gracious enough to host us. So check out Buster Brown's. Check out Bailey. You can find Bailey. Uh, all the links will be in the show notes. You can find them on the Instagram and all and the Snapchats and all that stuff. So uh, I'll put all the links in the show notes. So check that out. Uh, speaking of my wife, Raina, she just released an album called 1018. Rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go over there, check out the new album. Uh, I had the pleasure of co-writing a few of the songs on the album. So uh, yeah, go check it out. Their physical copies are available on the website and you can check out the digital uh, streaming copies on the streaming sites like the Spotify's and the Titles and the Google Plays and the, a- and the Apple Music's. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, the you could also check out the the newly redesigned website, WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. Uh, speaking of Raina, <laughs> she redesigned my website, and it looks nice, and it's very user-friendly. So go over there and check it out, WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. You can also check out... Uh, uh, Oh, oh, here's a good one. Check us out on Spotify. I forgot. We're on Spotify now. So that's rain in the background making the air air horn noises. We Speak English Good is now on Spotify. We had problems with someone who stole my name and my logo. And uh, we're both up there still. So I guess there's no problems anymore. But I'm up there. We're up there. So go check it out on Spotify. You can write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know if you think it's awesome. We're on Spotify. I don't know. Okay. You can follow me on Instagram at WeSpeakEnglishGood and also on Facebook at the same WeSpeakEnglishGood. Is that everything? No. Leave a review on iTunes. Do it right now or on, you know, wherever you get your podcast, share the podcast, live the podcast. Okay, that's enough. I've droned on for way too long. So let's jump over to Buster Brown's over in Maumee, Ohio, uh, with rapper Bailey. I, I, I actually got me all nervous. I was like hoping that they would call me back for the other job. But, uh, you know, no, no, they, no, they should. They yeah. should. They should really <laughs> right call you. Yeah, like I said, they called me today, last mm-hmm. minute, uh, and I said, of course, yes. So course. they probably going down the line. They probably well, got a lot of people. You know what? You know what drew me to you in the first place, and I, you know, I'm not, not in a weird way, <laughs> no, no, but like, you. is that you? Uh, you were jumping right in. 
at work. So we're going right now, just oh, so you oh, know. We go, yeah, so, yeah. so me and Bailey met at a job where we were doing stagehand work. And Mikey P, what's good? What's good? <laughs> what's up, man? Thanks for doing the show. Oh, yeah, anytime. Thanks Thank for coming for, uh, down to Buster. Me. Thank oh, you so yeah, much. Man. Thank you so much. Uh, we're at Buster Brown's here yeah, in. Shout out Buster Brown's. Yeah, for sure. Teresa at the bar. Make sure you tip her next time you're in here if you're in Toledo. <laughs> we're out here in Mommy. Um, but yeah, what what drew me to you in the first part was that you uh, you were a hard worker. Oh yeah. Like you could tell, like you were like the first one to get involved. And if someone's, I need a pair of hands, you'd be like, "Hey, it's me, right here." Right yep, here, right here. yep, yeah, man. No, no games. Moms, <laughs> moms raised me right, and you know I'm not just sitting around to just BS. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I gotta, I'm, I'm working. That's what I'm here for, you know. Right, so, right. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just adjust that up, right, just a little bit, okay. and then, so, so that was. First, and then I heard you talking about that you rap and you, yep. you produce and stuff. So yep. I was just like, oh, okay. As soon as I hear that, my ears perk up because, you know, I'm a musician. Of course, and, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your music is wonderful. Oh, thank you yeah, very much, do, man. I really appreciate music. that. Great I really music. appreciate that. That uh, And he's talking about Rain and Mystique 1018, which is available now on yeah, iTunes, yeah, Spotify. Yeah, I, I, I just cop one. I copped that album. <laughs> Great album. Shout out to her and the whole family. Shout out. I We appreciate that. Anytime. Uh, so... Tell me, Bailey, what? Where did this work ethic come from? Where does I mean, and, and do you apply this on everything you do, or or I I, I mean, like I assume you do, but like, uh, but I want to hear it out of your mouth. Uh, where did this all come from? Where's that work ethic? Where that hard work come from? Um, hard work just came from growing up with just my mom's. Okay. Uh, she worked hard every day. Uh, took care of me and three of, and two of my brothers. And uh, taught, just taught us every day, like, Yo, you, you got to work for, for anything that you want. So no matter what I do, no matter what I try, I try to be as good as it. And I try to work hard and just work smart at it. So that's work why. Smart yep, yeah. yep. So that's why I, I'm into music. I love art, the creative of it, and, and just, just the noise. Yeah. Yep, yep. So. so then is there music in your family? Is there like a, is a lineage of music in your family? Or? Actually, I mean, um, my father played the xylophone the saxophone and the drums oh wow okay. yeah but he didn't rap or sing or anything like yeah, that yeah yeah but uh but me i like i said i rap of course engineer photography videography but my i have an older brother that does the drums oh okay yes but he didn't take it as far but yeah. he loves to do it as a hobby still real yeah, good yeah. on the drums but along uh, down the history no just from my dad. Just from your dad? Yeah, just from my dad. Yeah, yeah it, dad. and what did he do? Did he gig a lot or he just, was he a hobbyist? Was he? Uh, I think it was for fun. He was just really talented. God. Yeah, that's what, that's the stories my mom told me. So, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, very, very talented. Just, uh, I guess it just uh, dropped down to us. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, you're not from Toledo. I, that's what I gather from your your music. <laughs> I listen to some of his. You definitely rep in Detroit. You got Detroit Pistons oh, shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's Detroit all day. Now now it's tea time forever. I grew up here. Oh okay. Yeah, but I can't. I was born in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit stand up. Three one three stand up. West Side stand up. But um, uh, I moved down here when I was about five. That's when mm. my mom got married to uh, someone else, of course. Oh okay. Um, and then but I grew up in Toledo. All oh. my family is in Detroit though. All right. Yep, all, all my right. family's in Detroit. So you spent a lot of time up there. Yep, up uh, traveling back and forth. Yeah, yep, yep. All, all the time. Do Love you, Detroit. Do you, so do you do you remember moving down here as a kid? Do you remember like the move at all? 
I know it's young, but I mean. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna just say that it was an unexpected move. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at. We'll just say that it was an unexpected move, but it was a great move. I'm here yeah. today. Yeah, I'm yeah. Here today, so it was a yeah. great move. No, I, I mean, I had a similar thing where it was like, I, I, uh, well, I, but I didn't grow up in Detroit. I grew up in this little crap hole called Adrian, Michigan. I know where you're Yeah, yeah okay. okay. But not even, <laughs> not even that crap hole. I, I it was in. Um, in Jasper, Michigan, which is south of, of Adrian. I know what you're talking about, too. Which is yes. even a smaller crap hole. And which I don't want to shit on Adrian because for some reason, uh, 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 people are coming to our shows there for me and my wife. So okay. shout out, Adrian. I love you. But you know that that is not the spot to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but shout you, out to Adrian. I mean, you, can't, you can't help where you're bored, I guess. Yep, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, but definitely. I had that, had that kind of same experience where it was like... Um, at a young age, I was sort of like ripped out of my life of yeah. like because I was small town, yep, yep, going definitely. to a small school, which was probably not the same for you because you lived in Detroit, so mm-hmm. that was different. But uh, but my dad got really sick, oh. and we had to move down here because he worked down here. So okay. like I mean that was the first time. I mean I've always come to Toledo because my family's from here. I got yeah. a lot of family here, but like okay. it was like very much. Uh, it was just a. It was a very shocking move for me, and and and, and I, I don't know. Did it did it have that effect on you? Uh, you know, I know you you kind of didn't want to go into details, but like, did it have that effect on you? Like moving to a new city at such a young age, especially. I just I mean I was young too, and I remember specifically being like really hard. I didn't want to leave my little hometown that mm-hmm. I was used to and come to this big city of Toledo. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but. It was uh, it, w- it was definitely something that was very impactful on me, and and like you, I'm grateful that I came here because if I didn't come here, I wouldn't have lived the life that I have lived. So, yeah, definitely. So I'm very grateful. Here. But I mean, do you do you remember it? I mean, like, was it was it tough on you? And it was it was more tough on my mom. I got you. Okay. Everything was everything was on my mom. Got you. And um and we had to leave. It, there was no choice. It was yeah. it was survival. You know. Yeah. Um, getting robbed every couple of weeks yeah. every time she got something new somebody would break in her house um it was real bad around that time i, yeah. I was in the 90s yeah in the, yeah, 90s, in, in the sure. 90s real bad in the 90s up there but uh do i remember i remember some of the bad stuff oh well, i mean and i'm not trying to get you to say anything you're not comfortable with no, saying. No, i'm just do. saying like what what the initial feeling if you remember like how you really felt like if how that impacted you because that's a I mean, just the well, way you're look, kind of looking. Ahead. Looking back now, um, if I can jump back to my young age and and remember seeing what I seen mm. and remember seeing my mom getting hurt and remember just survival, get out of town. Yeah. Uh, it was it was shocking. It was shocking. Yeah, you never you never want to see your mom hurt. No, know, not ever. at all, man. So you know, and she hurt, we hurt, the whole family hurt. So yeah. uh, we moved to Toledo for the for the best. Uh-huh. And if we were still in Detroit, yeah, stuff wouldn't be like this. Right. It would not be like this. Nope. It would I not got be you. like this. No. It, I can you, say that, yeah. You know what it's interesting as well is like when I came here is that's when my mom was her car was getting stolen all the time and See? her stuff was getting broken because yep. we moved to the south end okay shout and, out to the south end <laughs> <laughs> the south man and we were there for you know, a few years just trying to get on our feet and mm-hmm. so like that was a crazy time it was that was another shock for me was coming from this small quiet town and coming to the big city of toledo yep. and, but like because we moved straight to the south end and okay. like 
I remember like within a week of us moving there, there was this poor young high school student who got murdered at the KFC around the corner from our house. Gunshots. You know, like yeah, the so South fan is like that in Toledo. It gets crazy. Yes, and, it does. And yes, um, it does. and we moved from the south to the north, which wasn't oh, much better. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it was not. No, but, it was not. But it was just such a. I, I just remember it just being such change, and um, it was just such a. Like I'm super grateful it happened because I've got to experience many different lives mm -hmm. that one can experience oh yeah from yeah. living being a country blumpkin to being the hood being yeah. like hitting the floor because you hear a fucking gunshot yeah so you, like, you're getting all taste of it all the, you know, all the taste of it which though. which i think i think is lacking in today's environment a lot of people are very much in their own bubble you yeah, know yeah they, they want to be safe then to yeah. i want to say experience yeah. but you don't want to experience some stuff of course but you can't help no doubt no doubt i'm not we, saying everybody oh, should yeah. move to the hood no, and no, like no. experience that yeah, shit, yeah but. It's, it's whatever cars you dealt you yeah. know so and uh yeah and so, you play the game right you for still sure, here. man. Yeah. So, do you remember then uh, music having an impact in your life uh, as a young kid? Like, what was where did where did uh, musical influence start? And you said your drum, brother was a drummer as well. So. Yeah. Well, first of all, shout out to my group, Ninth District Music Group. It it's like eight or nine of us. I ain't gonna lie, and that <laughs> consists of uh, producers to engineers to artists uh -huh. uh, itself too. But honestly like i didn't get into music until after high school oh wow yeah i was i was the guy that took all the art classes in school mm. uh architecture i took all of that yeah. like i was a, a, a geeky type guy for real for real but um my buddy trey trey beasy the founder of Ninth district music group he was like yo try to you know quit playing basketball sometimes and you know put that homework down come get in the studio yeah and i'm like yo i, I don't mess with music though yeah but he got me in there, start messing with him. I'm like, oh, man, okay, I like this. And he told me, yo, just turn that art that you do, turn those drawings, those colors into music. And from there on, it's, it's been popping since 2010. Oh, okay, so you've yep. been doing it for quite a while. Yep, wow. quite a while, yeah, 2010. Almost, almost yep. 10 years. Yeah, but Ninth District? Oh, nine. Ninth District Music Group, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Nice. Uh, from, uh, we got it from uh, Marcy Captor. Uh, <laughs> oh, because yeah, she's ninth. Yeah, the ninth district of Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yeah, and I met her before, so shout out to Marcy Captain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard good things her. about her. Real good. She yeah. was real nice. She yeah. was real nice. I was I was at work at a time when I met her. She stopped doing what she was doing to talk to me and everything. So that's beautiful. Yep. Yeah, shout out Marcy Captain. <laughs> so, um, so then in high school, what what were you into in high school then? Like, what, what was oh, your sports? Sports. Basketball. So you were a sports guy. Yeah, sports. Uh, I used to box as well. Oh, that's yeah. Right. So like, out in high school, I was you know went to school, played basketball, boxing, nothing musically, yeah. just like just nothing. Like, what were you good? Were you good at sports? Were you were you pretty decent? Pretty like, pretty pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, they called me Little Tyson in the ring. Okay, yeah, I like yeah, that. Little Tyson in the ring. Well, yeah, you yeah. know what's interesting is Tyson was little anyway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. little Tyson. So, yeah, they got in front of me i knocked him out for real there you go so, there yeah. you go yeah, yeah. right on hell yeah. yeah so so then what was sort of the what so your friend sort of pulled you into music yeah, was my like hey did. you should you should be doing this yep yep and, so did. what kind of art did you, did you draw i was yeah draw painting sculpture uh-huh everything in art i took oh okay yep, everything uh from uh calligraphy to to all of that so you're very of, interested in it but yeah you yeah. weren't sure how to pursue it yeah 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 couldn't pursue, couldn't pursue yeah i mean music so, class was okay yeah but uh, everything else was just very artistic 
Yeah. So could you draw? Can you draw yeah. a little? Yeah, I haven't I haven't drew since I started doing music. <laughs> you should do that, man. But, um, bring that back. Yeah. Bring yeah. it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um I mean I, I miss it. I miss drawing of course. I miss boxing of course. But yeah. no, nah, music is So music just sort of took over. Yep. Over. So so then like right after high school or was it just like a couple years of floundering then no. you sort of threw yourself? Right after high school. Just right after yep. just like I'm doing uh, this. Yeah, graduated in two thousand nine at uh Bowser. Shout out to E. L. Bowser. Um and then they pulled me right in the studio. Okay. Right after. And I'm like, Man, I like this. Okay, I gotta come back. We start getting in the studio every day. Oh wow! Every day making hundreds of songs. I can't even remember from 2009 to now. Oh, so it's still okay. you yeah. haven't stopped? Yeah, okay. no, no, have no breaks, no, <laughs> no breaks. breaks, no breaks, no. Well, that's that's interesting. So then, was it? So then, were you? Was this? Was Ninth District already a thing before you jumped into it, or was it? Yeah, it was. It was about. I think it was three people at first, and they oh. were they were all my best friends. I was just when they when they'd be like, "Yeah, we about to go in the studio." I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm about to go play basketball or yeah. something like that." I wasn't, you know, into right, that. Right, right. So it was. Uh, they were already a group. Uh, that they were already a group, and then they pulled me in, and I was just rapping at the time. Mm. Taught me how to write sixteen bars, uh, courses, and everything like that, and just kept helping me until I am today. So when you're going to when you're going to write uh, write write a song when you're going to write your mm -hmm. 16 bars what what where do you usually start where where is the what what I mean where do you start when you sit down with a pen and paper and maybe you don't really have an idea or something you're just starting you just want to write something where, oh. where would you go if you didn't have an idea to to jump off Oh first of all the idea always starts with uh, a blunt first <laughs> yeah always amen yep, amen, amen to that so I, I just get I get in my zone got you got I get you. in my zone I put the instrumental on uh -huh. and a lot of times I don't no pencil no paper sometimes I write in my phone mm -hmm. but for a lot of times I'll write the song in my head before got I write you. it down on paper so so are you saying freestyle yeah i'll freestyle the whole mm -hmm. song because i know, think you just, had a video where you just freestyle didn't you have a freestyle video yeah i got some freestyle videos okay out there, yeah, yeah i saw one of those yeah i got some freestyles i got yeah. a couple videos out there yeah, yeah right on yeah definitely so so then are you saying then you sort of like freestyle it out and then you'll actually write down or put it down or yep. are you just saying like you have um like an outline of what you want to say oh no like i i i, I play the beat you know, you got to play it a couple times, catch a vibe to it. How, yeah. how you feeling? Depending on, okay, how you feel today? What you want to make this song about? Is this a hype song? Is mm. it a mellow song? Uh, oh, okay, this is pretty hype. Okay, let me think of some hype stuff. Let me let me, let me, me think of an experience. Yeah. Let me, like, like a show or something like that, you know? Like, you know what? I'm going to write about this. And I just get the freestyle, get the going in. And then the chorus, chorus always comes first for me. I okay. think of the chorus, and then I'll think of the bars. I got you. Yeah, yeah. But depending on experiences is and, and things like that. Okay. But for the moment, I just get in my zone. Yeah. Yep, get in my zone. It'd be me and my peoples. We're in the studio. Hey, y'all, hit play. Run through six, seven, eight, nine instrumentals, uh -huh. and then start recording them. Okay. Yep. So, so you've got you guys have kind of gotten it down almost like uh, I'm not trying to talk shit at all but like almost like a factory almost you got oh. all the moving part like you just oh, yeah. know exactly what to do yep yeah, yeah. Just it's like it's yeah. like a it's like a mathematical equation it's clockwork yeah, yeah now yeah. i mean of course you're gonna have moments like oh man i i don't even know what to do with this track or or oh man i 
writer's block or stuff like that so you gotta give it a couple days or skip this beat skip this beat but for the most part no ten thousand hours worth of work ten thousand hours yeah ten thousand hours worth of work so that that ten thousand hours that that's a that uh do you know where that comes from the ten thousand hours Mm -hmm. malcolm gladwell uh kind of knew about that but i of course now i've learned from somewhere else but yeah yeah, yeah. uh what's your aspect on the ten thousand hours well ten thousand hours um because he got the uh, the so the way he kind of introduced it in his book he um he kind of gave the example of the beatles have you heard the example where the beatles um they had to go play some it was like I don't know where it was, but they had to go somewhere and play. It was decent money, and they were just a bar band then, right? Yep, yep. And their whole job was to get people in the door and keep their asses in the door. And this is the Beatles, right? Yeah, yeah, the Beatles. I want to hold your hand. Whatever. (laughs) I think that's the Beatles, right? Yeah, okay. (laughs) And they... And so they developed... They... They played together so much, played this shitty bar so much. Did uh-huh. they did this so much that they got it down to an art, to a, to a clockwork, yeah, to clockwork. to 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 a, a well-functioning machine of how to get people in there, keep their asses in there, and keep the drinks flowing because that's their job. Yep, yep, definitely. So they spent like I don't know how long it was, but I'm gonna let's just say like a year or two or something okay. doing this together as a band. Okay every day or whatever however it works for for a couple years and so he kind of drew from that for that ten thousand hours mm-hmm. now i think that that scientifically has been disproven but yeah. <laughs> but i think it's a it's a good point to mm-hmm. to bring up is if you want to get good at something yep. consistency you have, to, you have to do it over and over mm-hmm. and over yeah. and over again and i'm sure so so when you were first starting your writing raps and writing rhymes writing your bars did you have a natural ability to kind of do it or were, did you consider yourself terrible did you consider yourself pretty good from the start i i just you're i'm curious oh, how you felt uh, about when you first started writing um i don't think i was whack no <laughs> no no no. that's yeah, cool yeah. Well, and, my, yeah. and my peers no they ain't think so either but yeah. of course i was new right right so you know i had to uh well you got to don't say it that fast or oh you squeezing too many bars in or you might be off beat so you had you know, guidance i had guidance oh 100 percent guidance yeah yeah because i had no clue right at first but uh but it wasn't like on no uh nwa easy ice cube nobody nobody ever wrote for me yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know but um they did give ideas of course and i wrote them into the ideas and tried tempos and of course i looked up to a lot of people to see how my flow would want to go yeah until i branched out and got my own but so, i got guidance yeah so so then when you when you first started you were like yeah this is pretty good this is worth pursuing yeah which i don't think any rapper at first would be like this was terrible <laughs> fuck this well, i give no, up no trust me i i've i've had some bad songs some bad songs before <laughs> yeah even yeah, after too, even man. after the good 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 bow bad song good bad you know just yeah. stuff like that i've had some bad songs well, that's an interesting concept too is that uh to think about not every single thing you put out is gonna be the best. Oh no, no. But so when you're putting, when you're going to put something out, and and it and you realize it's like maybe this isn't my best. What what makes you want to put that? Still put that out. Well, if I'm gonna throw something out that I don't think is my best, I I call it throwaways. Okay. Like I might 
do a, a, a verse and then a freestyle or a verse and a chorus and then just put it out but just 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 rapping nothing probably nothing uh conscious or just freestyling or anything like that but yeah i'm gonna just throw this out there but when i'm about to put some work into it yeah, yeah. for the most part i try to put work into anything right but you know everybody got their throwaways right right yeah, everybody no, got i throwaways. like that you call them your throwaways because yeah. you like you know that's not like your best and maybe you're not putting all your attention to it uh-huh. but it is it's something that you want to get yep, out it's there content, something to and say it, you want to say and to keep them looking keep them guessing keep them oh okay that was no okay what's next you know I think it's interesting where like hip hop and rap has gone, especially with like SoundCloud rapper, the whole term SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, yeah. And and whereas in, instead of like you have these albums that drop, you have you just the idea is more or less to just put it out, right? Like just get it out, get get the get get the content out. Well, yeah, it turned well, from song to content over like over this last few years. Yeah. Because of how fast the music industry has changed very fast and how streaming and so so you've been in this long enough from 2010 to where we're at in 2019 right now where yeah. you've seen kind of that shift go into full effect yeah because I, in yes. 2010 they were still doing cds heavy. yes cds were still a thing yeah. and even now cds are a thing but i like to call them expensive um uh expensive business cards okay <laughs> <laughs> like, okay yeah here you go that. there's like my that. contact information on the back yep definitely hit me okay. up if you still have a cd player maybe listen to it yeah, yeah otherwise yeah. you could just look it up online and stream the whole fucking thing yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> that too of you course, know yeah. it's just such a weird market so so when you first started were you guys putting out cds like were you guys burning your own cd how were you guys distributing when you first sort of started doing this because okay. in the last nine years shit's changed drastically yeah so. drastically of and course seen that. of course we're we were kids right, we were right. 18 19 coming out <laughs> I, I still consider it as a kid yeah you know, totally yeah, fuck yeah. yeah man so uh we We've been to a couple studios, but for the most part, we got our own studio mm-hmm. equipment. Yeah. So we started off with each other. Yeah. One guy knew how to engineer. Another guy knew how to uh, make beats. Another guy knew how to rap. Another guy knew how to do the camera. Like, all right, cool. So, all right, where are we going to put this after we make it? Uh, we started off with SoundCloud popping, popping like that. I think we started off using, like, MyMixtape.com. Oh, wow. We started using... Uh, uh, yeah, tweetmymixtape.com. Bandcamp. Bandcamp was out back then. Oh, yeah, Bandcamp. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. And, uh, what's the Reverb Nation? Was Reverb it Nation. Yeah. Number one. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Reverb Nation was oh, the first website geez. we put our music on. Gotcha. It's still on there under Knife District. It's yeah, still on, man. Yeah, we still got music on there. Yeah, That's Reverb funny. Nation. But Reverb Nation was cool because, like, it ranked. I mean, yes. even back then, it ranked. So, like, you could technically in your city be the most popular yeah, streaming artist even though you got like five hits on your shit and yep. no one else has anything yeah. <laughs> but those but <laughs> you know funny. you're still top ranked that's so funny you said that because reverb nation was real heavy with with myspace back in the day yeah and yep. uh MySpace. The, the myspace rappers man mm-hmm. that's before the soundcloud rappers right right so oh my gosh going oh and so you guys goodness. were still falling into that yeah right? we're, st- we're still in that genre yeah, yeah right, right i can't say it around soldier it was before soldier boy Oh yeah, yeah. Soldier Boy really made Soulja Boy it. He was really a song. utilized that platform. Soldier Boy was the YouTube rapper and the SoundCloud yeah. rapper. I can say that on the air as well. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I say, can that. say that. Yeah. He was. He was number one. But yeah, we started off with Reverb Nation, number one. And then Bandcamp, Tweet My Mixtape, and then eventually the SoundCloud. 
Right, right. Yeah, yeah, throughout the years, yeah. So then, did, did you guys ever have to press up CDs, or did you want to press up? Did you guys uh, actually ever have CDs where you just were like, here, you're yeah, out we, there we, we've had we've had pressed up CDs, and we've, we've also had uh, CDs that we just made on our own. Like, yo, we about to, we just made 10 songs. Let's put this on the CD and give out to people for yeah, free yeah, yeah. to let them know, hey, check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on Reverb Nation. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, the hustling, too. It's all yeah. it's, it's always a hustle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, we pressed them out when we had projects out. Uh, and um, and we'll tell people to follow us on any social media. Throughout, yeah, and it's been working. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's been working real good. So, so uh, um... So 2010, and and I always ask people because I wasn't here in that time. I I moved to California like 2006, and okay. then I just came back like a year ago. So oh, Cali. So I missed I missed an entire generation of of the music scene here in Toledo. Oh but, yeah, the Midwest. Yeah. But what I what I left it was. It was very dismal. I, I I couldn't run fast enough from Toledo. I was just like, <laughs> I got to get the fuck out of here. Um, It'd be and, like that sometimes. Well, you know, it's, it, it's a rough city. It's a rough city to uh, to to do art in. But yeah. in the last few years, what I'm gathering is that it's gotten way cooler. Way cooler. And, so, and, and uh, just other sports being uh, introduced into the music scene and just more people coming to Toledo is making it better. Yeah. Yeah, they're hooking it up. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. It the the some uh, one, an artist that I had on they were attributed attributing like this new found spirit of downtown and the music, the arts to Prometica. Prometica decided to come here, brought a lot of talent here, brought a lot of workers work here. Yep. That's just one person's opinion, but I've been asking everybody. So <laughs> I want to okay. get like I want to get this full understanding because I missed a lot here, and, yeah. and this is I do consider this my hometown. So yeah. so it. You know, you should know your history, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So when you guys were, you know, grinding it out here in the first few years that you were a part of the Ninth District, what was, um, how was finding gigs and like doing shows? Like, what were you guys doing? Oh yeah, we started very early doing shows. Okay. Like, uh, I want to say we started probably doing shows in 2011. Okay. So the following year, so one year we grind straight music. And then when uh, we got uh, enough of music, enough original content out, we start reaching out to venues in Detroit, Cleveland, Columbus, Dayton, everywhere but Toledo. <laughs> yeah, okay, um, no, yeah, no, no, everywhere no. but Toledo at the time. So we branched out first, and then we came back in. What was the reasoning uh, to branch out first? Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we that's what we was hearing a lot. The, mm. the city wasn't too big on music. It, it's not as big as it was now right so like a lot of people wasn't listening yeah. uh, uh too much music scenes wasn't going on here yeah so we were like yo we got to leave first okay. so we went to detroit first and then cleveland uh parma heights uh a couple places and started off there and everybody showed love first oh nice yeah you know how it is you people show love when you go somewhere first right and then when you come back and then they see you big they want right. to show more love <laughs> right, right but i love everybody though yeah you know? for sure man yeah so the so then were, were you guys finding success in other cities or were yes you, so then yep. so do you guys still do a lot of the regional touring or is when, it more? well no no now we we mo we mainly do shows here and in, in like bowling green 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. Life, life happens. Kids happen. You know, stuff like that. But for sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you already know. You already know. I do. But um, no, we just been uh, basing everything out of Toledo over these last couple years. Okay. Doing shows at like Frankie's and Ottawa Tavern. Yeah. Music Civic Center now. Oh yeah. Um, With uh, Chris Kelly. Yep, Chris Kelly. Yep, all of them. Which yep, is, yep. Which has been pretty awesome. I, I love what he's doing, but uh, kind of backing up here. Yeah. So you guys, so then what? When you guys finally did decide to come back to Toledo and start working the scene here, uh-huh. when was that, and how was that? Then how was it coming back here and sort of trying to start the fire again here and stuff? So. Uh, we I think we started doing shows here in like probably 2012 mm. to 13 ish, and mm. then so forth on because. Mm. Like I said, you know, life problems, kids, cars breaking out, stuff like that. Because yeah, yeah. back in the day, we was driving everywhere. Yeah. It felt like we was touring every week because we had a show like every weekend or every other weekend. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, when we when we brought it down here, um, we started doing like rap battles and oh, okay. and like and local shows. Right, right, right. Um, were you guys putting on the show or were you guys working with? We were working with uh, innovation. Innovation concerts. So you guys have been working with innovation for a while. Yeah, well, for a while. Yeah. And before them, it was a uh, Gorilla, Gorilla Records, Gorilla something. I, I can't remember. So, shout out to Gorilla something. They started us off. <laughs> gorilla too. something. Gorilla something. But, we love you, yeah. Gorilla something. <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, innovation uh, concerts been helping my whole career, our whole career. Yep. Wow, that's yep. cool, man. Yep. Hooking yeah. us up with shows and everything. It's interesting. So then, when you guys were doing like rap battles and stuff, uh, were you guys finding? Um, were you finding uh, allies out there, like from different groups or uh, from different artists, or or was it contentious? Was there? Oh no! B- back in the day when we started just branching out mm-hmm. and doing shows, uh, if we think if we think the artist was dope, we'll fuck with you. Yeah. If you whack, we don't. We, <laughs> we don't. don't talk. We don't. If, yeah. Oh, we should do a song. I'm like, yeah, well, I'll yeah, see. No, yeah, okay. but if, if if you dope, then we mess with you. Yeah. So we we branched out and did make a lot of connections young. Right. Well, um, I'm just saying, okay. So I'm only talking about the experience that I experienced in San Diego, which is sure a different experience altogether. Yeah, yeah. But artist to artist, we could. But but for for me, when I was because I I was in this I was in a hip hop band that mm-hmm. actually that's where I met my wife Raina. Okay. She was a singer and I was a keyboard player. Um, we play these shows with other hip-hop acts and some and you know we were a band and and it was conscious hip-hop so sometimes they would group us up with really oh, <laughs> really yeah. really hardcore gangster rap oh, wow. with, yeah. and in southern california gangster rap too yeah. you know like cause that has a long tradition of gangster yeah. rap out, out in cali so so sometimes that would be and 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 nothing against that genre because like there's a place for everybody i think and and yeah, but it, it my bad to cut in, but no, no, no please I, do. I, that, I don't, that, that sucks to uh, <laughs> if it's a if it's a hip hop showcase in a sense or whatever kind of showcase it is, mm-hmm. you should keep it mainly that. Yeah, you should keep it mainly that. Uh, a lot of times people just want, want it's just the money, right? Yeah, they don't look at fill they don't, space. Yeah, fill the space. Yeah. They don't look at the content people right. are bringing. They might look at some numbers. Mm-hmm. They might hear one song mm-hmm. and like you know what, boom! If they wanted to pay down, if they wanted to travel, okay. But yes, I've been at hip hop shows where there's rock mass. I've been at rock uh, rock shows and there's hip hop bands. I've been in the mix of all of it, and it was uh, it was all so so. Yeah, yeah. 
it just nothing mixed at the time mm-hmm. fully. They just it, they just wasn't planning it out. Right. Yeah, wasn't planning it out. Well, I was what I was getting at was the, um, like straight up people shit talking us while we're playing, and then oh, I we get off stage, they would go up, <laughs> and another crew would come over, and they'd be shit talking them. Yeah. And then by the end of the night, chairs are being thrown. So so it. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple of those. Right. I've had a couple of so, those. But what I've noticed as especially as the internet is kind of taking over and especially as everybody's kind of i don't know i i just feel like as the internet kind of expands its grasp people are becoming a little bit more aware self-aware a little bit more conscious of yes. what's going on in the yeah, world yeah definitely they're looking a lot more exactly. they're staying more independent as and, well too and so what i saw as that was happening as time was passing because i was in other hip-hop bands is actually people stopped being so contentious in in San Diego and and, and uh, having all these rivalries and stuff like that and everybody started working together mm-hmm. and yep. then so it started to change somewhere probably like 2014 2013 even yeah. earlier than that because because you know the internet and stuff but yeah but that's what I saw I saw like and by the time I left San Diego there was such a, a lively hip hop community because I'm sure you guys ran into this because of the nature of hip hop and what the connotations of the past and oh and, and the things that people read in the news mm-hmm. sometimes we couldn't get booked just because we were associated with hip hop yeah and i and, you know i'm sure you guys dealt with this and so there was a time where we couldn't even really get gigs mm-hmm. because they they just thought we were gonna bring a, a rowdy group of people who were just gonna rip their guitar apart. Which, yeah, yes, judgment off rip. Yeah, yes, without even listening to you, right? Right, or, or checking out videos or anything. You yeah. know, just be like, oh, it's it's rap. It's hip hop. Like, uh, like, well, it's no. conscious hip hop, sir. <laughs> it's yeah, like, please take a listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like no, we don't we don't do rap here because that's just you know. Yeah. Um. So you guys had those moments, I'm sure. Then I've uh. Well, I've never got declined at a a, a, a venue yeah. yet, but there was two tours that me and the group were on. Uh-huh. Like we did, we did a we did a filling spot for this guy, uh, Ryan Waldy, okay. for this guy Ryan Waldy out in the Midwest, a filling spot in Bowling Green, and they liked our set so much they asked us to go on. They did an Ohio tour, oh, nice. so they did like Bowling Green, then they came to Toledo, then they're supposed to go to like Columbus. So we did two shows. I ain't gonna lie, man. I th- <laughs> they was hating. Because oh, okay. they, they ended up kicking us off the tour. Wow. I think we were just doing better than them. Yeah. Yeah, we were doing better than them. And then they gave us a call, like, yeah, you can no longer do this anymore, this and that. And we, no, with no with no uh, no explanation. Right, right. They, they, I don't know what they thought we were doing. We kept everything professional. Right. Uh, selling tickets and everything like that. You know, making them their money while we get our little cut. But I think we were just doing so good that they, they, was, they was hating. Mm. Yep. So that's that's that sucked bad. Cause yeah. you'll do better than somebody, and you ain't even trying to. But you just you know your worth. You know yeah. what you bring to the table, and they get jealous, and they just fold you off. But you don't need them anyway. <laughs> right. You know, we we trying to bring this in together. You just you know. Well, it's like man, when you're dealing with that kind of because that's that that's like ego, and it's also like uh, lack of self awareness. Definitely. And and when you're dealing with those kind of like when. I, I I was just saying this the other day to my friend. I was like, when I'm talking to somebody who thinks or who who's either 
shit talking another person because of how good they are or if they are are talking about how great they are mm-hmm. and 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 I don't like to judge musicians. Every musician has their own level. Yep. I don't consider myself a great musician by yeah, a far know. stretch, but I, I know my worth and I know what I can do. I know my limitations. Yep, you know you dope. But, but <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I don't even want. I'm not even gonna go that far and say that I'm dope. I'm gonna say that I could. You can hire me. <laughs> See? Confidence. So, See, there is enough confidence that I know I can go deliver a show in my in my wheelhouse i can go deliver that my you know what i'm saying my but man. i don't i don't uh but when someone's sitting here shit talking another person for their talent or if they're just talking about themselves in a way that sort of um uh sort of inflates their own you mm-hmm. know accomplishments especially if it's someone who is you know is like like it would be like a whack ass rapper coming up to you and being like, "Dude, I'm so fr- I got those bars all day," and and like you know you heard their shit, you mm-hmm. know that they need work, you know. Yeah, yeah And I, I'm not I'm not trying to say, but but it's like when someone doesn't know themselves enough, like I it's an instant red flag for me. Yeah. I'm just like okay, I mean I can fuck with you, but like I I got just arms length, you know what I mean? Arms length. And, yeah. and just because. You know, just because they shit talk and stuff doesn't mean they can't get you paid. So. Exactly. See, at the end of the day, so, it's about that so, business. But yeah. but uh, um, but for you is when you um, when you when you come across that, what what's your natural reaction? And so for me, I just sort of put them on. I put them on notice in my own brain. I don't be like, hey, you're on notice. I see what's going on. Well, how do you react to someone? In those kind of situations. Well, of course, you know, like I said, I, I try not to judge artists because right, we right. we've all started somewhere, exactly, and yeah. we still got to, to continue. Right, you know, we, we got all getting plenty better. to learn. Yeah, plenty to learn. Yeah, but you know, if if you get on that stage and you probably do a bad show, mm-hmm. and you know your music probably is bad, but you got your friends up there rocking with you, right, right. your friends ain't telling you the truth. Right. If, hey, you know, that's off beat. Oh, you really ain't saying nothing. Oh, you probably forgetting words, this and that. Mm. Your friends ain't telling you the truth. Right. And then for you to get off stage, because you just saw me perform and kill the show, mm. you know, walk up to me, this and that. You know, I, I probably keep it G. I keep yeah. I keep it G with artists. They're trying to work with me. And for the most part, I work with you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're, but you, you got to be good. Yeah. You got to be, you got to try to out-rap me. Right. You got to try to out-rap me. Because yeah. if, if I like you, I like you. But, uh, for somebody that's wet or this and that, I'm like you know what, yo, you got a lot to learn. Mm. You new to this? I don't know how long you've been doing this, but I'm gonna check you out, and I'll hit you up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna check you out, and I'll hit you up. That's that's what I give to them, you because know, mm. they need some time. So you're so I like I like it. I like that it's like this. Um, you're not you're not being an outright asshole. No, and you're no. and you're and you're acknowledging that they have some work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you're acknowledging that maybe there's even potential there. Possible. Possible. <laughs> Possible. <laughs> but, but, but you're still you're still almost like, because it's almost like you're doling out advice too. It's like you need work. Yeah, like, you need, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, like you need to like go back and figure out what you're missing. Yep, take time. Take your time. Take your time and, 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 and practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You practice. Know, yeah. I mean, but starting off, you and that's what you do. Right. You wanna you see somebody doper than you. Yeah. I want to work with that guy. I want to. Oh, I, I want to get on the track with him. For but sure. They're not thinking about oh, uh, what's what Trevor is gonna do to his career. <laughs> they ain't thinking about uh, hey, you don't even know me like that to be doing this right. and that. They don't think about none of that. They just think about the moment and the right. excitement. So that's why I come 
calm and collective and right. try to calm them down and too. Honest. Yep, and honest. Yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah but I, I got some. It's some haters out there. I'm uh, sure. I had one hater one time. I'm not gonna say his. I ain't <laughs> gonna say fair. his name. That's fair. Man, I uh I killed a, a 16 bar verse with Jordan Lucas on on stage uh, at Frankie's some years ago, a couple years ago. Okay. Jordan Lucas came to Toledo. Shout out to Jordan Lucas. He was on stage too. The other guy, the hated dude, he was on stage too. But he 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 fucked up. He fucked up his verse for getting words and that. It was a surprise. Jonah Lucas invited every rapper that wanted to rap on stage yeah. to spit a hot sixteen. Man. You gotta come ready. You gotta yeah. come prepared. So I'm like, all right, bet, you know. <laughs> like bet. The yeah. guy I knew shit, I, I had my shit ready. The guy did not. Yeah. He flaked. I did not. And yeah. then after all of that happened, he told my girl that Oh man, yeah, yeah. Sean was he was Bailey was he was good, but but man, forget all that, man. If if I if I would have knew this would have happened, then I wouldn't have messed up my verse. <laughs> he was hating on me to, to yeah. my girl, hating on me. Whoa, yep, man. girl, my girl told me I saw him. I'm like, we in a bar. I ain't even gonna. I ain't gonna do this or that or nothing. But I don't mess with that boy no more. Right. Yeah. Right. People right right in front of your face. People talk about you. People yeah. hate on you for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never did nothing to him. Right, right. And because he fucked up. Yeah. He was he was mad at me because I had mad, the best verse. Cause, yeah, because you came with the fire because yep. you had it in your pocket. Yeah. You had it ready to yep, go. Yep, because right I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you have several yeah, hot ass verses that you could just at a drop of dime someone would be like, Hey, let's go. Yep. You could just do it. You gotta be you gotta be Which prepared. I, I working with rappers. A lot of my career actually, that's interesting to mm. think about right now. Working with rappers. <laughs> um the ones I want to work with are the ones who have a, like a verse in their back pocket. Mm -hmm. I understand some some rappers who are just like, no, it's not like that. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not really a freestyle. I'm not really this. Yeah, uh, it'd be like that too. Song one of my writers. favorite people I've ever written with was a very yeah. He was a songwriter. He was a crafter, and it took him days. And and each word was was like, you know, was thought out and, and 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 you know very very diligently written and and you know like he had a place for everything okay, okay. and it took him forever and and sometimes he just couldn't write and uh, that's just how it was uh -huh. that's how it is yeah so i get it sometimes with like super like real talent it takes a long time to craft that yeah and then there's other people who could just shit it out and it's gold too you know so I, it's just all levels and different places yeah i could write a 16 in a session yeah, you know, I, like, I appreciate yeah, that. Just like, oh, uh, play this beat, give me a topic, or what's the topic, uh -huh. or let's think of a topic. I can write my verse in like five, ten minutes. Probably uh -huh. like, I say 10, 15, 15 at the most. It's something that you're proud of, something that yeah. you can put out oh. there and be like, this is, this yeah, is it. It's, it's practice. Yeah. I, 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 I'm constantly making music, so it's not like, uh, okay, I just did this song. I'm not about to rap again for like two months. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, I'm going to come back and drop this other song. No, no, right. I'm dropping this song. I got more songs I already can drop. I got more songs I'm writing too. Then you drop it. Yeah. So, no, no. I'm not one of them. <laughs> no. Not one of them. No, well, it's... It, I, uh, I, I appreciate both aspects of it. You yeah, know? yeah, It's yeah. like, it's... Because... It, Cause the so the other side of that guy so yeah, that, that, I was working that was a long time for him to write that. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes he could shit him out. Sometimes he would take him a month, but it just depends. You know, it just depends. Um, but on the other side of that, his the his partner, I don't know, like the other guy in the band, the other rapper in the band. Okay, he was like yourself. He can hit him in a session, mm -hmm. and it'll just be like, he'll just just tear it out. But 
I really liked how he did things, and and um, I don't know how this work, how it works for you, or if you even ever done this approach. But he's very much a stream of consciousness. Have you ever heard of anybody who sort of just they write? Maybe it's a subject, or maybe they just write about their day, or maybe they just write about just whatever comes to their brain, and they'll just go. And like this is how I've seen him do it. He'll just write, just like today I went to the store and blah 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 blah, and it just goes, 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 comes back. And sometimes he would derive a subject, or sometimes he would just pull different phrases out, and that inspired him to do a song like this. And then some, it was just different ways he got inspired. But he would, if he couldn't think of anything, he would just start doing that. And then by the end of the session, it's like we're done. We're, we got a verse. That's very. That's a very artistic composition right there. He fucking I can Tory say that. T. I love to raid, man. <laughs> Tory T is the shit from Sacramento. I love that guy so much. He is crazy as all hell, but like the most loving guy you could ever know. I just love that guy to death. Yeah, shout, uh, out, but, shout and, out to him for that. So and just brilliant mind, brilliant mind who gets mis- who gets um, who gets mistaken a lot. Okay, just just from stature, you know, like he's just a big dude, right? you know, like mm-hmm. he gets misunderstood so much just because he's a big dude, you know. Okay. okay. Um, but he's just a brilliant human being, like just fucking incredibly smart just anyways shout out to him hell yeah and caleb the other guy <laughs> the other one <laughs> caleb no caleb's the shit too he's he's this like little asian dude oh little, okay hey asians have bars dude hey, asians I, got bars I, I got a i got a uh night district member uh he's laotian and nice. uh, african-american named aj crew nice. he in cali right now ripping it down so hell yeah so in any form for uh, real all that all that that's huh. my man's Killing uh, music. Yeah, man. I was, like for some reason out out west, there's like an abundance of Filipino rappers. <laughs> it is, and, and it's nice because it's a change. Oh yeah, for it's sure. It's a change of uh, uh of hip hop. Oh for sure. It's definitely a change. So yeah. Um, who is was lyrics born? Um, Black Alicious. You ever heard Black Alicious? No, I can or, say um, no. Bay, Bay Area, uh, Gift of Gab, and Lyrics Born. They're older cats, you know, but I think Lyrics Born is Filipino and and uh, Gift of Gab is a black dude. Okay. But, I mean, the, the way that I've, I, I liked how the Filipinos sort of flipped the whole genre and how they sort of, I don't know what it is, but they, I, I, I just like how they approach it. Oh yeah, yeah, um, different, different genres, different types, different. Yeah, man. Music variety, is variety, man. The variety. Yeah. Boom. Back in the day, it was no variety. I yeah yeah that's true. Nope. It, it, it's definitely. It's crazy the influence that hip hop has on the entire well on this country alone. If you're just looking at this country, mm-hmm. and how much it's influenced just popular culture all the way through yeah starting as this like subgenre of like not being really respected mm-hmm. now to the number one uh number one spot in music period yeah period uh, hip-hop yep. period hip-hop be country from the but suburbs shout out to, country, though. to the fucking hood to yep. the fucking you know to beverly hills yep number one you know it, it's 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 interesting. It's an interesting progression, but well, I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's everything's faster and everything's younger now. Yeah. Totally. So, when a, a new song come out or some hype stuff come out or oh, this person, what is he wearing? What does he have on? What this person look like? Ninety percent. No, I can't say not. Yeah, ninety percent of the industry is, is young. 
Yeah. Super young. Well, the, the main industry. Every it's musicians everywhere. We're, right. we're musicians, you know. Right. But uh, yeah, at least at least eighty ninety percent is younger. So everything moves so fast. Everybody want to get that uh, that EDM. Everybody <laughs> want that that pump pump yeah. pump. Yeah. One hundred twenty BPM. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, which is slow today's today's standards actually. But yeah, you said yeah, you said one twenty. One twenty. Yeah, that's basic. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just right. base level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, base level. <laughs> yeah, that's the starter right there. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so do you uh, do you make your own beats? I do not make okay. beats. That's the only thing I do not do. Okay. But because you were telling me when I first started talking to you, you said you started going through like a list. You're like a videographer. Yeah, and I do. I do doing. everything but make my beats. So okay. so artist, photographer, videographer, engineer. But no producer. Okay. But I got uh, all, my, all my music is original, give or take the freestyles from back in the day. Mm. And, but I got like four or five people that make my beats. Okay. Yep. All and that's original. all in Ninth District. All in Ninth District. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So just imagine you got four or five people sitting there making beats for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, send, sending you ten a time. So are are you mastering, mixing, and mastering your own tracks, or do you yes. send them off? Well, for years I've always done all my stuff. Or uh, started off my my guy Trey Beasy or AJ Crew. Mm. Uh, they started off uh, engineering, then I watched them, and then they helped me. So we all can engineer now. Oh, okay. Nice. So, uh, but no, it started. Uh, I start like I said, I started off rapping first, right? And then, but now, yes, I do everything myself. Right. But if it's like a big, big project, like a Ninth District album, hint, hint, that we still have to make, <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> Uh, we'll definitely probably send it off to somebody. Yeah. But for the most part, I've practiced enough so I can make my music sound good. Good. Real good. Excellent. Yeah. What what, uh, what are the DAWs you're using? Um, I started off with Pro Tools. Okay. Uh, SE. Okay. Like, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, just basic. Yeah. But I, I know how to make at least my, my voice clear, add some effects, stuff like that. Right. Now I use, uh, what do I use? Uh, Mixcraft 7. Mixcraft? Yeah. Yeah. Mix, you can do videos in there too. You can edit videos oh, in there sweet. too. But I got um, I got the I got the Resident Evil cheat code. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. I got Waves too. Oh, you have, nice. You, uh, you, you heard, you oh, familiar yes. with Waves? The plugins, yeah. Yep. I got all of them. Oh, yeah. You got the like that $6,500 package? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't going to tell you how I got it, but oh, I got it. We all know how you got it, Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Same way I got it. Yeah. You know, so. what, you know what's interesting with my girl? She, uh, she, uh, she's out in LA and she was, she was going to do music law and she was studying this and she was telling me how how much money that industry loses because of how we find our plugins <laughs> yeah oh yeah but oh. like the people involved with it like the people who are recording those samples you know those midi samples or the programmers who are making those algorithms that add effects to your voice yeah. you know like those people those people are at the highest risk and and they are losing like losing millions millions of dollars but they're always going to have a job because people are always going to need that stuff yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. people are going to need those updates and yep. people are gonna, so like they still have a job it's just the industry itself loses a lot of money uh, they must be making money somewhere along yeah, the way but yeah. i mean you could but that's everybody everybody took a hit like yeah. the movie industry music industry and, and it's on the internet it's all there you can just get whatever you want whenever you want yeah oh <laughs> trust up, me. But trust you, me yes you can i mean you could buy babies on the internet okay <laughs> so like you know what what do you expect <laughs> what yeah, do you think's going to happen major hit but shout out to the to the people that found waves and gave them to me that's what i'll well, say well but 
but also that I think it's amazing that like we have an opportunity to utilize these tools, these yeah. tools that only at one point only the gatekeepers kept, only yes. the top studios had yes. access to. Only so to kick down those barriers and in such a anarchist punk rock way, mm -hmm. just like and and and, and fuck that's hip hop too because hip hop was super punk of the time, you know? Yeah, like yeah, they're fucking like fucking outlaws and fucking you know. Yep, N W everybody, everybody. everybody. It's it, like it, it's 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 as punk rock as you get. It went against the it went against the norm. Yes. It went against mainstream, and, and and it also it uncovers a certain part of of our culture mm -hmm. that that needed to be uncovered. Yeah, definitely. And they tried no. to keep a lid on it very much so. And the same yeah, thing no. goes for punk, yep. rock and roll, Everything. blues, country. jazz, yep. country. Yeah, all these were met with with with. With brimstone and, and and furious anger, you know, yep, <laughs> like yeah. it was just yeah, you right, you right. So, so the punk rock aspect of it, of, of just sort of having these tools that not everybody gets a chance to. Well, now everybody does. Yeah, now nah, not if, everybody yeah, does. But like at one it. point, one point that was only reserved for the highest echelon, and and that's amazing because that is allowing people to become become producers from their bedroom yeah, be able to make music from their bedroom and, and i know people who are using their found waves plugins mm -hmm. to make music for movies to make music for See, commercials everything make, everything yeah and have access to that in your bedroom i mean now it also leaves room for a, a flood of shit like yeah. there's a lot of garbage out there yeah yeah, yeah. but more creative everybody just messing with stuff now right but it either works or it don't right and yeah. the cream rises to the top either way of course so, of so course you just gotta it's a the waves it's a it's so much stuff oh yeah um oh, I yeah. Have, just I the plugins itself yeah the plugins itself i, st I study them i yeah. haven't i'm just down the list yeah but i love that maserati uh the maserati uh what is it uh is it the vocal one the vocal one yeah. the the what is it the uh to, to finish the uh the song what, what you call that? Oh, like the master, the master, the Maserati master. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It, it makes your music sound beautiful. Yeah, man. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, they so. they um they really did. So <clears throat> I used to use Ableton Live. Okay. In I San Diego, that. I had a studio, but we had the whole Waves plugin, so I got to use all those. Like I got so spoiled, and as soon as I <laughs> left San Diego, because the band sort of built out this studio in my garage. You know, some of the stuff was mine. Some of the stuff was the guitar. Some of the stuff was the, you know, another guy's. So, yeah, I lost my computer. It wasn't uh, mine, but so all those waves. And I can get it if I just get a PC. He'll load it up for me and everything. I mean, he's Asian, so he knows how to do all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> he knows shout, all the computers. Shout shit. out to all the Asians in the world. <laughs> Y'all built America, right? <laughs> still are, still are. Um, AJ, um, the. Yeah, so all all I was working with was like the Ableton like light version, mm -hmm. but finally someone gave me a copy of Logic. Sweet. And yeah. so I'm using Logic, I'm learning Logic and and the learning curve is just killing me right now. I don't have the plugins, but it's been kind of smooth, but I, I don't like I it, it fucks my workflow up. Yeah. Uh with your DAWs like I, you have your DAW kind of dialed in, and, and you have your workflow kind of dialed in, to yeah. where like you, you it's like you can just easily bring up certain patches, and I, I mean, it's not like that for me. I don't, no. I don't have my effects chains anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, just, like now, 
Yeah, yeah. Like you, so you ain't got waves now? No, no. Oh, I, you need waves. I, well, I have. Um, I have a. I would have waves if if I had a if I had a PC. Oh, but <laughs> but no, no PC. No, no. Well, I have a I have an Apple, and you I, could do it. But I'm about to say yeah, you can you my, can switch over. You don't switch over. Raina's not gonna want that shit. But it's her computer basically. Oh, I okay. just get to use it. Yeah, you don't you don't want to make. There's the two things now. I can't do. I can't look up pornography on her laptop, <laughs> and I cannot download um, certain things. <laughs> so <laughs> happy wife, happy yeah, life. Right? Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, but so I don't I don't cross those lines. I was about to say, damn, I could have gave you waves. You, yeah, you can't good. even get it. Uh. It's all good. It's all good. I'm not worried about because going through Logic is, is uh, I can tell that I'll have all the tools that I'll need. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like waves. And yeah. there's nothing like, uh, what's the other one? Um, something toys. Oh, there's there's so many good fucking plug-in it, companies out there. It's, it's a lot. And I think, honestly, like I'm not going to lie. I only tapped into waves mm-hmm. i think i have a lot oh more. yeah <laughs> especially that one package yeah yeah that one package there's just not there's no way you're gonna go through an let me, all let that. me see i remember no i can't remember you know yeah, the, there's like the 10 road. things i use out of there <laughs> and the rest are just like i don't even know what that does exactly <laughs> but yeah I, I have i only tapped in the waves when i when i got when i purchased this package i only tapped in the waves yeah yeah. Right so it's it's so much I'm I'm still learning as an engineer as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 fun. It's tough. So, who are uh, who are some of your influences in in music in general? It doesn't have to be hip hop. It doesn't have. It, yeah. It could be whatever you want. I'm just saying. Who are some of your influences? Uh, well, starting off, my influences are are my my friends, my homies, uh, Trey Beasy, Fresco the Nerd. Uh, C. Rose, Fresco the Nerd, yeah, Fresco Nerd. That's dope ass name, by the way. Yeah, uh, uh, C. Rose, AJ Crew, uh, Tone 808s, uh, Keys on the Beat, Kev the Great. All my producers, all my friends are my influences. And uh, on top of that, of course, the homie Biggie Smalls. That's the number one reason why I do music today. Biggie, Biggie, yeah, big, nice. big inspiration. Big inspiration. That's all I listened to growing up. Of course, my mom had the R and B and the R Kellys and all that. Uh, One Twelve playing back yeah. in and all that. But Biggie, Biggie, the, the main reason why I rapped today. What What do you think about all this R Kelly stuff? That's good. Come, drumming I back got, up. Again. Oh my God, I ain't got nothing to say about R Kelly. All right, his music dope. Oh, I'm not. I'm not trying to no, shit no, on R no, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. His what, whatever, whatever he did, he did or didn't do. <laughs> but, but isn't it weird that like he's already been through this? Like, yeah, it's like. A, but it didn't even touch him. Nothing. You remember that? Like Dave Chappelle had a whole fucking sketch wait, wait, about the shit. Wait, wait. Is he? Is he? Is R Kelly in jail? I don't, is he? No, I don't think so, right? No. Uh, he's straight. <laughs> <laughs> he good, then. They've been doing this shit this long. He good. That boy, he ain't going nowhere. He's going. He is good. If he ain't in jail right now, he good. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I, it's just it's interesting that like this has all been done before like in the mainstream media yeah. he has been called out for this but like since we have this new call-out culture that's developed in the last few years they're just like drumming it all up everybody from t- doing st- people that did some stuff 10 15 years ago not even not saying what they've done tweeted yeah what they said and then yeah. they just bring it up 10 15 years later and then they get penalized and punished for it like they just said it right stupid i think the world is getting stupid well, yeah, I, I agree, and, and I, I do see a positive aspect to this, yeah, yeah. where, like, you know, 
that shit people coming out should, the closet. To right, and but people justice. shouldn't be peeing on little girls. And, uh. and, you know, like, you know, people shouldn't be racist. People shouldn't be, like, homophobic against people like that. No, you you know, know, I, I get that there's a good aspect to it, but there's also, like, a very dangerous aspect of it is that we're trying to erase history. Yes. And we're trying to make it so people... I mean, the fact that we took Hulk Hogan out of WWF history, which I'm not saying you shouldn't have oh, because he said some terrible things. Yeah, I remember that But shit. I'm just saying, like, the fact that I don't, I don't know if you were in wrestling, but I was in wrestling. Yeah, and, I've been to a couple SmackDowns. <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> I've been to a couple, yeah. yeah. But Hulk Hogan was a huge part of, as a kid that enjoyed wrestling, Hulk Hogan was a big part of that. And, yes, he, he, was, and, he was the face. And so for me, I know it's not easy for everybody, but for me, I can see the the wrestler, and, and I don't care about the guy. I don't yeah. care about Paul Hogan or whatever the fuck his real name is. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what he does. Yeah. I mean, he might be a racist piece of shit, okay, but like he still was like the heavyweight champion of the world like fourteen times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, and that, that's what people misconclude. They they look at like yo that bad shit you see or that bad shit you hear. That's that's real. That's the real him. Right. That's the real him. That's what he really doing. Right. And when he out in front of us, that's the facade. That's right. that's his role. That's that's what he's supposed right. to be. But yeah, no, nah, that's. Yeah, when you behind closed doors, you always show your real colors. Right. So, yeah, so, so you're so the way I you're talking, you kind of are able to sort of separate like the artist from the person. Yes, I can. Yeah, okay. I mean, at, at the end of the day, artists are not we people. <laughs> we're people. I know you were going, but oh, people shouldn't piss on each other. People shouldn't do this. But yeah. In reality, people can do whatever they want. Yeah. Well. As long as they can, it's, it's, I mean, no, no even, they can get caught after. Right, as long as you can accept the consequences that uh, that might bring. They don't, ain't no, right. <laughs> they don't nobody. Since Trump been in office, ain't no consequences. Don't nobody think about consequences. <laughs> yeah, don't nobody right. think about consequences. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and, and the, I guess that goes back to that whole self-aware thing. People should be a little bit more self-aware of what they're doing, but, but like, you know. I'm still gonna fucking. I'm still gonna step in the name of love. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> every every time a song come on, it's, it's messed up because they're like, do I turn this or should I turn it up? Right. You feel me? Or should I turn it down? Or I don't know. You some people so brain why you forget? Like yeah. you don't or people don't even know. Like you don't know that bad part of that person, but you just do know his music. Yeah. So yeah, that shit. He probably honestly, since all this shit been going on, yeah, a lot of streaming sites have pulled this shit. Yeah. But before they pulled this shit, I'm pretty sure a lot of his ratings went up. Oh yeah, I bet. I bet he got a lot of money. Yeah. And, and, a lot of and sales these, just went yeah, up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he brought his name up. They streaming his music. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, just like that. But it, it's it's crazy, man. It's, it's messed crazy. up. It's backwards. It is backwards, and. And and not to say that artists, if because not to say that artists shouldn't be punished for their misgivings. Like you know, if you're out there doing whatever, if you're hurting people behind closed doors and shit. I mean, yeah, you should be punished, but I don't think you should be erased from history either. I don't think that you should be like like I like like Woody Allen, for instance. He he fucking married his daughter, motherfucker. I love. What the fuck? I love his movies. I yeah. love his movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I love, I love the Cosby Show. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I know that these people might not be the best people in the world, but I don't think you should erase history because, even though that these people might have done egregious things, like the art that they put forth changed 
like like you look at the Cosby show that was the first time that yep. you saw a black man mm -hmm. in a position of a doctor yep and and you know like and not that, a gang member or you not know, in jail exactly not so that, like so what yeah. he did for the world what he did for this country mm -hmm. shouldn't be erased from history because what he did was unite people in yeah. the end of the day but Dave Chappelle has a really funny joke on it. I'm not gonna repeat his joke, but like, <laughs> well, <laughs> shit think, hilarious, think but. about it like this, because I'm I'm pretty sure uh, you're Mikey P. You're very open-minded and optimistic, right. right? So look at it like this. I, I thought of this scenario. Think of a plumber. Uh, probably the best plumber in the neighborhood. Mm. Only the neighborhood know him. Uh, real good at his job. The best ever, right? Yeah. But secretly, this plumber is uh, stealing. Yeah. From all these houses. Right. Don't nobody know? Nothing for years. Yeah. Oh, this oh yeah, something came up missing. Uh one of the kids must have lost, you know, right, just right, stuff right. like that. But in reality he's doing this the whole time. Right. But in this whole time he's getting praised for the good job he's doing. Uh -huh. But since nobody know he really stealing, they're not praising him for that. They're not acknowledging that. Yeah. So uh when they caught when they cast this plumber, what's gonna happen? He gonna get casted out Just to right. the neighborhood Don't nobody know him It's just neighborhood stuff Probably won't even get a job again Cause he's a thief Right, right. Okay boom That's just small right. Take somebody iconic Like R. Kelly right. uh, And Hulk Hogan Iconic mm -hmm. So you put them On a larger scale The whole world knows them mm -hmm. They know them for their music Their acting Their wrestling All that good stuff All their greatness But behind closed doors They're doing fucked up stuff Right, right? Don't nobody know until they come out. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, where I'm getting at is, think of that plumber on the smaller scale, getting casted out the neighborhood because it's a small neighborhood, and think of them getting cast out of the world in history because of how iconic they are uh, for everybody else. So I understand why they're trying to erase them out of history because mm -hmm. like, damn, we didn't invest all this into you, mm -hmm. but damn, you, behind doors, you this, you that, right, right, right. blah, blah, blah. So is it too much? Way too much. Way yeah. too much. But I understand it. Yeah, yeah. No, totally, totally. It's uh, you. You see why people want to call people out for these things. You, they put forth this 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 persona. Of, yeah. And, you and know, that's just scary. It is scary. It's scary. I mean, because like for like especially like with someone like Bill Cosby who mm -hmm. had this persona of this like jello pudding and Dr. Drop, Huxtable drop your kids off pick them up after school yeah. type everything cool and, type. and then but like behind those eyes are just like some really fucked up things yep uh, so I guess I guess what you I guess it's like there's no redemption then is is what's happening now it's like oh, like so people bad. make mistakes and now that their mistake is who they are now that yeah. is who their identity is like yeah. now but that's that's only because of how long they've been making that mistake yeah but it's also we're in that time period where we're calling people out where, where they don't get another chance you know they're oh, not no. we don't give people another chance and, and for some i think that there are some acts that are so egregious that they should just go rot in jail yeah um, yep, definitely but then i also I don't know. It's a fine balance, you know. Like I don't know what the I don't know what the right answer is, but I guess just talking about it helps. I don't know. I mean, who who in jail and who not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who got who's, the who got still, the best lawyer right who's now? Who's still working? Uh, who's not working? Yep, just just like that. Yeah, also, man. Just like that. That's funny. You're a funny dude, right? <laughs> <laughs> you funny, man. Oh, uh, so.
so Biggie was a huge influence on you. What about Biggie? Did you was so influ- influential? Well, well, of course, I was always a big kid. Mm. So just looking up to Biggie, uh, may he rest in peace. Um, I'm like, oh man, he he a big dude. He rap. I'm a big dude. I rap. Cool. All right. This, <laughs> all right. Cool. I I, yeah. I, I could do something. Yeah, I, Biggie I can make smashing it, you know? Faith Evans. You know, like <laughs> there's hope for the big guy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. Shout out. No, to I was a every, big kid too, man. Yes, yeah, I, I was a big. I was three twenty in high school. Yeah, but how tall are you? I'm six one. How tall were you back then? Six one. Uh, I I was at my heaviest three. You said you were what? Three twenty. Ah, I was three fifteen. I, I'm five six and some change, yeah, yeah. and back then when I was that big, I was like five four and some change. Oh. <laughs> yeah, waddling down. Did you? Uh, did you? Okay, so <laughs> this was my personal. This was my my cross to bear. But like, I I used to. First of all, in the summer it was awful because like by the time I got to the next class, I was drenched in sweat. <laughs> I didn't stop sweating until the end of the class period, and then it's time to get up and go to the next fucking class and sweat all the way over there. But then I had the this was the fun part for me, as our desks were just one piece, right? It was just like a, a desk in front of you that's connected to a chair, okay. and it has about like maybe a foot of space between the back of the chair and yep. the front of the desk. Yeah, everything was. Yep. Yeah, I know the. Mess. I had to slide in there and. Fucking my gut would just be sitting the top half of my gut would just be rolled over the top of it. And I'd just be sitting there like sweating. Just embarrassed to be alive, to be in my own skin. Now I don't know if you had the same experience. Yes. Okay. Yeah, my nickname they fat boy. That's of course. what they call my yeah, They call me Big Mike, you know. See? Oh, yeah. Fat Mike. Yeah, like, come was, on, you could be a little less vulgar guy. Yeah, fat boy, fat Sean, fat fat. <laughs> Fat fat. I still get called fat fat. Like if I call somebody, they be like, "Yo, who's that?" But it's Sean. Like Sean, fat Sean. Like yeah, fat Sean. <laughs> What's up, fat fat? Yeah, fat fat. Yeah, I got a couple people that call me fat fat still. Yeah, so I I know those. I know those stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm. Can I go sit in the back? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please, can I go sit in the back? Yeah, gym class sucked. Oh my god. Yeah, I wasn't trying to take off my shirt yeah, at all. None of that. <laughs> no, no showering before the class. You could do all of that, but I was like, you know, we kids, this and that. You yeah. know, puberty, all, you know, shit like that. But yeah, fat boy, yeah, big boy, yeah. I ain't start losing, losing until after I graduated. Start when I when I was boxing. Yeah. Oh yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, I'm sure, but. End. So with sports and stuff, did that kind of help you get over that hump of like of acceptance and finding like a, a place for you to sort of stand in the whole hierarchy of like the high school, you know, high school hierarchy? Yeah, it, when, when yeah when I um uh, when I started playing basketball, I'm like, yeah, that, he, he fat, but he can hoop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there they start go. knowing me. On so, that. so you were, were? Did you have a lot of friends in high school? Were you? Were you? It, a, I knew everybody, um, but I only had a circle of friends. Small. Yeah, yeah, but I knew everybody. Right. Yeah, but I knew everybody. Did you have a sense of humor, or were uh, you more man, back, just the man, sports guy? Back then, everybody people knew me because everybody said I was mean. <laughs> they say they it's say fat fat's me. Yeah, I, I I was walking around with a um a mug on my face all day, and I was like, no, nah, it's just my face. You yeah, know? yeah, it's just my that's that's how I thought of. Everybody thought I was mean, but then they really thought I was mean because I started boxing. Oh, yeah. and they heard about me boxing. Then they heard about me beating people up yeah. in school. <laughs> So I'm like, hey, don't touch him. He got hands. So He's big, but he did got you, hands. Do you, did, you, did you get into fights, or were you just boxing in school? Uh, Both. Both? <laughs> yeah, I never started fights, though. Yeah. I never, 
never started fights ever. It's mostly someone be like, "Hey, fuck you, fatty," or something like that. No, nah, nah, just some 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 meaner than that. Some oh, just more. Just, yeah, yeah. I don't care about words, but don't touch me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah, yeah. Like that. So, yeah. Well, that's. That's like the golden rule, right? It's like no, no. The golden rule is arms length. <laughs> arms. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank That's you. the golden rule. I, I wasn't taught rule. that. I was taught as soon as they touch you, nope. it's over. Nope. It's over. You nope. just fuck. I got. I got He's two like arms length. I got. I got two rules, and, and <laughs> for for street shit, is, I got two rules: arms length. Yeah. And if your homies with you, and somebody got a problem, ain't no one on ones. Yeah. No yeah. one-on-ones. Okay. All your homies got to jump in on that fight. <laughs> That's what I do. If I was with my, if I was with a couple of my friends, they got a problem with that dude and that mm -hmm. dude. It's five of us and it's two of them. Uh -huh. Oh, Everybody it's five. Did. It's five against two. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I look at it. No, yeah, I, I'm the same way. It's but that also sucks when it's in reverse. Oh yeah, I've been you gotta. <laughs> That's what people don't. That's what I do. That. Like, I was like, man, I, I feel bad for. I don't feel bad for jumping dude, but shit, that shit happened to me. I've been jumped before. Yeah, yeah. So I understand that. So right. that, that's why I was like, no, I didn't know one on one. <laughs> well, you can't no like I, in a street fight. I just feel like that there is no fucking fair rules. With There's a no rules. Fight. There's no rules. Just like I'm, I, I'm not good. I'm not a good fighter. Oh, damn, so like. <laughs> Yeah, you oh no. Pick I yourself up, Mike. No, well, I've always I, I used to be good. I used to do Taekwondo when I was a kid and I had a ton of confidence and I knew I could have fucking whooped that and I was big and you I could tall. move. You could just probably kick the shit out of somebody from standing. That's here. what my my wife's brother is always saying. It's like, dude, all you gotta do is pick a motherfucker up and throw him. Like, why are you letting these little dudes hit you? Uh, uh, because yeah. this is my favorite move. I'll grab them like uh, by the collar and hold them so they have a nice Nice distance and just keep punching me in the face while I try to like bear wrestling. Yeah, stuff. oh, it's so stupid, dude. I'm so bad. Yeah. But anytime I've ever been in a fight is only because of alcohol. So oh, oh, damn. ever since I stopped drinking, I I haven't been in one fight. See, Dang, <laughs> imagine shout that. Out, shout out to that. <laughs> just remember, if if it happens again, arms length. Arms length. Right. Arms right. Length. Yeah. I'm just like, I think I think that's fair. I think that's fair because like as soon as someone comes into that bubble, yeah. it's like you don't know what they're doing. You no. don't know what they have. No. You don't know what's coming next. Why would they walk towards you? Yeah. And why are you walking at me? Why? And then why did you get that? <laughs> See. <laughs> Boom. Arms length. No, I I like that rule. I think we're gonna start. Uh, but also, depending on how big that person is, you their arm length. Yeah. Cause they could be they arm they could be uh, longer than yours. Yeah. So you gotta attack them <laughs> within their arms like ah. Yep, just like that. Yeah, that's, that's how my mom taught me. Okay. Yeah. My dad was the one who told me he didn't teach me how to fight. He got me into karate, but my mom was like, Never fight, never fight. She's this short little Mexican lady. Shout out to Madre. She's called Mama Grande now. Mama Grande. Okay. Mama Grande. Okay, Mama uh, Grande. That's 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 what the grandkids call her is Mama Grande. Mama Grande. So that's just yeah. One to remember. Hey man, One hey, I like it. It's a good name, man. It's a good name. So so uh Biggie, your main influence, like one of your main influences. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, uh, can you think of anybody else besides your crew or any? any oh, of I'm course. Like any other type? Of, if, how about this? What is like a seminal album for you? Like an album that you put on, and, and it can be a big album. I don't care, but like an album you put on, and it just changed the way that you looked at music, looked at life. Just it just like flipped it all for you. And it, it doesn't have to just be one album either. I know uh, that's kind of hard for musicians. No, no, no. Uh, off rip, I can say one. Uh, Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, hell yeah. I can yeah. say that one for right now. Yeah. Uh, changed everything. I just pressed play yeah. and let that go. I that's remember, the Thundercat one, right? 
the, he, he produced that Thundercat one. That's not the one that has the. Um, that's not. Oh God! I wish I could. I wish I was better at remembering. Uh, no, uh, the Pimp a Butterfly had. Uh, man, he, uh, everything was a hit. Everything was hit on the. That was that the one is like. Um, um, was all right on Pimp, Pimp the Pimp a Butterfly. Gosh, no, all right was on down. All right was on down. I'm I'm googling yeah, this right yeah, now yeah, <laughs> because to, yeah get the, to Google on so well messed up. No shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Pimp a butterflies is what I wrote down. Everyone, okay, yeah, yeah. So this is the one. This is the one that Thundercat did. And Thundercat's this amazing bass player who fucking who produced that album. Um, yeah, that's amazing. The one before that was my favorite Kendrick one. You talking about um whatever the one the one it wasn't. It was not se- se- Section 80 dropped first. I, I don't know what's first. So, Section I'm 80 was with two albums. Yeah, Section 80 dropped first. And then Kendrick dropped. Did he drop the Pimp a Butterfly? No, I think it was that one. That one that. Um, yeah, yeah, Google that. I can't remember. We're just going to go Kendrick. Um, Kendrick discography. Because yeah, this is. <laughs> we're going to sit here and just guess, yeah, guess all and, night. Yeah, I'm too high to be guessing. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Okay, so Mad City was the City. good kid. Mad City yeah, was the one, kid. the first one I ever heard by him. Yeah, Section Eighty was the one before yep, Good Section Kid. 80, yep. and to Pimp a Butterfly. Pimp a Butterfly changed then, everything. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and for for me, yeah, at, yeah. at that time, like doing music and stuff, I'm like, man, Kendrick is really different. Because of course, when Kendrick came out. Uh, J. Cole was around, yeah, uh yeah. Wale was around, Drake, of course, uh the the the, the highly uh the highly conscious rap mm. uh is is still running the world. The yeah. Drakes, the Kendricks, the J. Coles, the Jay Z's, the Rick Ross, all that 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 conscious stuff. So I was like when I first heard that I was like, Man, like he switched his whole flow up from Good Kid Mad City. I'm like, man, you got the the jazz, you got the you got every Thundercat, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Thundercat, the producer. Have you, did you, have you seen mostly all the videos for that album? Uh, not really. No, uh, every it, it was it wasn't just the music. Mm-hmm. The videos changed that, the game. The whole every everything that everything that came with everything that, album. that came with the album changed again to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, the production, my, yep. the the flow. Yeah, Kendrick, the, one of the best visual representation. Yeah, yeah. it's not just. All right, we got a camera. Okay, just stand in this corner and move around. <laughs> yeah. No, thought out movie plans. Yeah. Like short, like small movies. Everything yeah. is like a small movie now. I yeah. love, I love the art. I love the art of all of it. That's cool. So yeah, I say uh, the Pimp Butterfly changed a lot of aspects of how I write today. Mm. Yeah, because I used to, I started off real aggressive. Yeah, I was aggress aggressive uh, aggressive content. Mm. Then I uh, molded myself and my homies helped me mold myself into to Bailey, I guess. No. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. conscious hype, I can do it all. Yeah. Yep. What, what do you think of like, uh, like, like Migos? Because there's a lot of rappers well, who are hating on Migos. No, that's my squad. When uh-huh. I'm about to turn up, I play the Migos. Yeah. Uh, funny you said that. Innovation concerts had a chance to book the Migos. Oh, really? Before Bad and Bougie dropped. Oh, wow. Yep. They told me they had a chance to book them, but uh. Like what you were saying back in the day when people heard hip hop yeah. and this and that, it was it was over right. with. Well, for them, uh, they just, I guess they were scared of what the Migos was gonna bring to mm-hmm. town, yeah. the violence or anything like that. I thought it would have been cool because I was supposed to open up for them. Right. They told me I could have opened up for them. I was like, oh damn. But no, Migos, no dope. Yeah, people copy. They yeah, copy. oh totally. Yeah, well that's well that's the whole thing because like, you know like there's these old school rappers who are like that's garbage that's this and, and you know like big names coming out I, 
can't remember. I think, did Snoop Dogg talk shit? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yes. He, yeah, he was number shit one. Yeah. His number one. Nah, they playing. They, they play. He but, playing. They said all the time. But, and, and like, like designer too. Like, when Panda came out, that, that shit hit so hard. Hit hard. It was but so what good. what it sound like? Uh, well, I, I don't know. Like, it sound like Future. Yeah, exactly. Future. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and, and so, like, there's this, do they call it mumblecore? What do they call Mumble it? Mumble rap. Mumble rap. Yep. But, like, I was so I I heard I was going to the gym and like so I held this like these songs like were really catchy to me yep and 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 there was a lot of shit talking behind them mm-hmm. and so I kind of fell into that because I didn't understand everything they were saying and everything that, and where they were coming from yeah just my bad for not giving but it you, a chance but you know that fella but exactly yep. and and I'm coming from. I mean, like when I was growing up, and when I was a little kid, my sister was bumping the Chronic. So, yeah. like that's hey. that, <laughs> my, hey. that's where my like I get a lot of my influence from my sister, and, and so that's where I'm at, and and I evolved to from that. But so I kind of stopped, and 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 on the way to the gym the other day, I heard uh, Stir Fryer. I think that's the hey, name. Is, yeah, uh, Stir Fryer. Yeah. And I was just like. Yeah. Fuck, this beat is so right and like the way that Pharrell they flow, produced that and oh of course he did <laughs> uh, and just the way that they they attack that beat with their vocal line and their flow and, and it's just so fucking hype so i was like you know what fuck this and i was high as shit because yep. there's nothing better than going to the gym high as fuck yeah yeah and working some shit out yeah um shout out to every marijuana <laughs> plant in the world except for reggie <laughs> and uh I, I I was just like fuck it. I just put it on Spotify, I put it on their album and like I worked out so fucking hard to it and it gave me this whole newfound respect for it. And I've talked to other rappers about it and they're just like, Hey man, this is just the next step in, in an ever changing art form. He's like yeah. people are always afraid. My friend Parker Edison, who fucking I love Parker, he's amazing. Uh uh Parker um uh, Parker Meridian, his band's so dope. Um he um he was when he was on the show. He was like, "Well, this is just the next step, man. It's just like, it's just like, bye, Teresa. Thank you so much." Um. So 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 it's just the next step. It's just it, it, every time there's a shift in any genre, yeah, it's something new. There's always gonna be haters because it's always. not like how it was before. Nope. You know, so until, it, they, until they catch up on it. And so so just hearing that the other day, it, like, because you can have your like preconceived no notions about uh, about uh, music mm-hmm. or or like how people didn't want to book hip hop because of the crowds maybe might be rough or whatever their fucking yeah. preconceived notions are. Yeah, definitely. And by doing that, you sort of turn off a whole genre of music, or you turn off a whole a whole group of people yep. or you turn off a whole group uh, uh you know just uh, you just make these crazy prejudgments they become oblivious and ignorant and, yeah and, and you sort of like build the wall and, like, and that's how you turn old yeah so i'm 35 man so i'm almost 40 like like edm doesn't physically i feel kind of shitty just because my i've been really rough on myself oh, over shit. the years I've, I've done a lot of bad things to myself okay oh, <laughs> you're as feel, you feel as a as a as a grown man, I still feel like I'm like fucking seventeen, eighteen. Exactly. You know, like I still feel young at heart and and Yeah, I, I, I ain't know you say you're thirty five? Yes. See I thought you was like twenty nine. Yeah, well I, I get that a lot. That's going soon with my hair. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> that'll that'll be uh you know, whatever. Uh, I, 40, 40 is only gonna I feel like in the next like three years, like everything's just gonna like 
fall uh, like a, an nope, inch or two. Nope, don't do and that. And my just, hair just all the way down. But just, just <laughs> no, nah, just keep keep smiling. I think keep I think, staying smiling. The I happiness think you're right. keep you I think, young. I think staying positive. Staying positive so. keep you young. Was there ever a was there was there a point? Were there moments in your life where you where you didn't kind of adopt that positive attitude? Oh like, yeah, I went. I went through a uh, depression as a kid mm-hmm. just just because I was a big kid. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. It, it, of course, when you when your peers are cracking jokes at you, that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. But then, like when when you sitting at the lunch table and and, and the women are laughing at yeah. you, shit, that hurts, man. Oh, you're like, oh, damn, they are bad too. And like, did oh you, man. Did you uh, develop like friendships with girls, um, or or? Did you, because for me, I developed friendships with girls that where I kind of let myself, like, I kind of let myself, like, f- develop feelings for them and then make it weird. Like, oh, that was me, but I, okay. I had no game. Like, oh. I, I, I had no game. I, I had no, uh, I, I couldn't, like, I was just sweating. I was oh, a ball of anxiety. Oh. I was always just worried that how fat I am. And, uh, like, yeah. you, and you know how that goes, you know, but I, I don't know. Did you? Did you have a lot of friends that were girls growing up, or no, just mainly homies? And yeah, some some female friends, of course. Uh, uh, but yeah, when I was when I was a big boy, though, it was I don't know. You, uh, I know you know Mike Jones. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I you do know you Jones. you know Mike the song Jones. he dropped. You know, uh, uh, back then they didn't want me. Now I'm out there all of them. I yeah. swear to God, when I start playing basketball, I start yeah. boxing and dropping all the weight. Yeah. All the girls that used to laugh at me right. and shit. Yeah. Probably end up getting eventually, or became cool with, because you know as kids everybody mean. Yeah, exactly. everybody mean as well. Kids are assholes. So I, yeah, I guess you, I guess you do a glow up even in uh, uh, junior high or yeah. something like that, and then that's when I start getting cool with the when the girls. When I start, women don't start messing with you for real, for real. Depending on how you are, how genuine, genuine you are, or what kind of name you got, they mm. know me for fighting. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I, I wish that I would have pursued sports because I think it would have gave me a little bit more confidence. Confidence, yeah. And and um, it definitely helped me out. Yeah, and just being able to work with other people, like that team mentality. Because because when you think of the ninth district, you don't see it as as Bailey and the ninth district. You see it as a team of ga- a team of people who all work together for the better good. But then I saw you kind of like <laughs> make some movements over there. Are, is it Bailey in the Ninth District? Is it's that- Ninth District Music Group. We're just all individual artists, and yeah. we just do what we want at times. Yeah, that's it. That's right, right. Saying. It's like it's so it's it's still a team. Still a team. And you guys still work together. Yeah. But you guys are free to pursue your own. Yeah, whatever we do. We're, careers yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm Bailey. I'm an individual artist. I'm just part of Ninth District Music yeah. Team. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, if I get signed, then we all get signed. You know, it ain't no. Oh well. Oh shit. Uh, uh, they ain't gonna sign me if I'm with you or anything like that. It's and that. Like, no. Anybody get that first chance, you go. Yeah. Depending on how smart the deal is. I'm on. <laughs> I'm 100 percent uh, independent. I'm my yeah. own boss. Yeah. Uh, I don't want a contract unless it's like universal. Well, what's the what's the one dude who's um. Who's huge and and he wasn't signed and he didn't have a label. What the fuck was his name? Chance the rapper. Chance, thank you. Chance yeah. the rapper. I I've never and, and funny enough, I've never given him a chance. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him in concert in yeah? Toledo. He did headliners. Oh wow. Yep, him. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, Earl Sweatshirt. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Mike Miller. Uh, oh, Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Yeah. Mac Miller was here, and the internet was here. What? Yes. 
Oh my god! Yeah, you in missed Toledo? that in Toledo. At when the, was this? Uh, well, I probably, two, two thousand. And, it's what nineteen. I probably like between thirteen and fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't even here. Yeah, yeah. It was live. Dude, yeah. the internet is like hands down one of my favorite mm-hmm. like bands. Like, just came out a new album. It's, yep. it's okay. Yeah, I just but, saw. I mean, I just saw years ago. I did see them live. That's awesome. Shut it, shut it down. But yeah, Chance the Rapper. You know how he started. Uh, no, I, do, I don't know much about him other than what I've heard. He started off, uh, we were talking about earlier, you know, pressing up CDs, uh, giving them out to people, mm-hmm. hustling, right? Well, Chance the Rapper started off, this this is from what I've heard, a lot of stories, a lot of, of, of just background stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll meet somebody, talk to him, like talk to him as a genuine person, mm-hmm. uh, how they dig on, just stuff like that, perfect stranger. And then in the midst of it, you know, tell him how he is. And then slide his music to him mm. for free. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, and like, you know what? You seem like a good kid. It's mm. in that I'll check your music out. And he did that to, I don't know how many, so many people. Uh, he performed at all his talent shows at his school. Uh, and just more people start liking him and liking him. Just giving out free content. Of course, people be like, well, if it's free, what's the value of it? Mm. No, I'm like, yo, check it out. Like, yeah. I have enough confidence in myself to give you this for free that, yes, I still hope you will come back, but I still know you listen to me. Mm-hmm. So when you see me somewhere or you hear my name somewhere, like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. 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 So that's how I, that's that's what I've heard of how he started. Oh. Yeah. Genuine like that. Crazy. That's, that's, that's interesting. And, and it does touch on, like, how how i even said is like the these cds that we press up now are just expensive business cards because because you're giving somebody your music and yeah there's i guess there's no more value in that but there is value in them buying a t-shirt at your concert that they paid a ticket for and there is value you know i mean like there's there's value in 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 them coming to your shows there's value in them creating a relationship with them yeah yeah that's creating the most, a fan base that's the best know. thing the relationship and fans. so so by giving that cd away it's like that's looked at as you know what's the value in that well it's super valuable actually yeah, because yeah. because they're giving their music and and whatever you do with it you show it to your friend whatever it is i mean even if you just listen to it once and throw it away yeah yeah. you were still able to get that across to somebody and which is the hardest thing to do now because we have phones with with i don't know how many fucking how many how many apps do i got you can how many video apps do i netflix prime usa county you know like i got all those stupid apps all that entertainment spotify SoundCloud. For someone to just sit down and listen to your album is, yeah. is incredibly amazing. Yes. The fact that you listen to our album to me is is amazing. Man, it was so man, what well, what is hold on, what is stuck in my head? Uh was it number number it was either the first song or the last song or the third song. <laughs> but I forgot the names. I know number six was amazing. Oh yeah. Uh but uh yeah, the the the, the y'all knew the y'all knew album y'all just dropped. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my goodness! I appreciate it. Uh, I really do. Yeah, it's it's. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I, I can't think of the names, but what's the song that was on my some? Get right, get back, come back. Um, uh, I don't even know. Let's see. It's different, and then it's live hard, and then it's the the Roberta Flack song that she wrote, and then there's the that one's like boom boom yeah it's two stay, years it stay it's two years was dope it, stay, yeah. it stays in my car oh it stays that's in my car well yes. th- that's the other thing too is someone gives me a cd because you know i talk to a lot of people and a lot of times they give me their cds yeah 
Um, and, um, I don't really have a CD player in my house, but I have one in my car. So, yeah. like, I definitely jam CDs in my car. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I'm glad they didn't take all the CDs out the right. cars yet. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. There is a place for CDs, and, and there's yeah. a big group of people who still listen to CDs. Older people, yeah, older people. But, uh, of course, every, yeah, everything is streaming now. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm gonna send you this link. Right. This link will hook up to your car anywhere. Bluetooth wise, <laughs> you can play it. And you know, what we used I used to do too back in the day. We used to buy flash uh, flash drives. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, f- uh, of course, for anybody that didn't have uh, CDs and they uh, CD players in their car, they could just put in a flash drive yeah. and just press play. That's we, smart. So we're buying what a couple bucks. Yeah. Put put our music on there and give them away. Right. Yep. So people heard them anyway. We try to get it out as much as we can any way we could. That's smart. Yep. Very that, smart. That's a smart way to do it, man. Yeah. People weren't thinking about that back then. What do do you have a day job or do you just mostly music? Yeah. I work for myself right now. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Hell yeah. yeah. No, that's the best way to do it though, right? Like yeah. working for yourself, not listen, have the deal with it. Nah, it's, and it's nice to have those side gigs like the stagehands. Yes, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I said, I hope you get a call tomorrow. Me too. You know, I might have gotten a call because I saw a couple people, couple numbers pop up on my phone, but I didn't answer them because I don't answer phone numbers. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you better. <laughs> I need to change my policy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> something. Yeah, either either that or uh, call them back, depending. What's something that you do all the time um, that you don't post online? So, like. For me, I go to the gym like probably almost every day, but I don't put it on my timeline or anything. I, I this is kind of a hokey question. I just started oh. asking people, but I, I just I'm curious. I'm curious. I smoke a lot of weed. So you're not always just smoking blunts on the camera. No, and putting that. No, yeah. no, I'm not. No, if I if I'm about to do a, a a dope picture or or something for Snap or just something like that, an announcement or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but no, I smoke. I smoke twenty four seven. And yeah, I don't. Sometimes I might, you know, post what I'm smoking, you know, this yeah. and that. But no, no, that's 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 something I do that's every it, day yeah. that I don't post every day. Yeah, that's cool. With yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, sorry, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not going through my emails or anything. I'm looking for because I have uh, some questions I had down that I oh, wanted you're fine, to ask. Man. We, we chilling. Just give me a second, Mikey um, P. <laughs> On the mic, one, two, one, two. Where the hell? See, I, I hate how I have things organized, but, uh, you know, whatever. We're Everything in the phone now. Whatever. I don't even know what it is. So, what? Uh, no, no, it's all good. Um, I couldn't find it. My Nothing's organized in that fucking thing. <laughs> so, what what do you got next, coming up next? I know you guys just had a show at Frankie's. How'd that go? Um, First of all, shout out to... Innovation concert. Yeah, Shout innovation. out to Frankie's. <laughs> and I'm v- not trying to shit. Hey, nah. I don't want anybody thinking I'm shit out because I'm working with Innovation right now on a show I'm doing on Friday. So it's not that they've ever done anything to me. I just heard things. Yep, and, yep. And as as somebody who talks on mic a lot, I, I figure it's my responsibility to ask about. Yeah, it, we so. could we could talk about that. Yeah, but yeah, major <laughs> shout out to them because uh, for putting us on this showcase. It was for my uh, my homie Nightheart's uh, birthday bash. Oh, nice. And it was a sold out show. Oh wow. Yeah front to back top to basement it was sold out that's so cool man. yeah it was a not it was our first show of the year oh, starting okay. off yeah. uh february 2nd yeah yeah it was our first show of the year and we got to follow that same energy because it's probably the livest show i've done in a long time nice. the nice. crowd was hype it, it was just so many people i don't know what sold out is over there but it was <laughs> hundreds of people yeah, there. Yeah. uh but it it was great. It it was amazing. Um, and that was the one we just had February second. We got another show March fifteenth. Okay. Yep. Opening up from a, a, also a local artist. His name is uh, Relly Cole. Okay. Yep. Relly Cole, pretty dope too. Shout out to Relly Cole. I know we ain't ever met, bro, but your music dope. 
Right, right. And um, yeah, that'll be at Frankie's too. Oh, sweet. and I, I want to say that's a Saturday. So March fifteenth is our next gig. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then how can people find Ninth District? How can people find you? Okay. Well, uh, you can find me Bailey on Spotify. You can find me on iTunes. You can find me on anything uh pandora anything is just bailey b-a-i-l-e-y you can find nine district music group on youtube facebook soundcloud twitter at nine district music okay. yeah nine district music we, we, yeah we everywhere we still on reverb nation we everywhere <laughs> band camp we still everywhere. got the myspace somewhere yeah somewhere I don't, I don't know that password, I but, yeah. <laughs> I password too. but you know what's funny i um because I have, I uploaded some shit I did in college, some music I did in college that I really want to hear again because it's so terrible, I'm sure. But I just wanted that laughter. Yeah. And I was just going to put it out there just just to make it, you know, make fun of myself because yeah. that's my part-time job is making fun of myself, um, I guess. Uh, but no, the, <laughs> uh, But apparently if you put music up before like 2013, you can't play it anymore but if you remember your password you can still download the track so i can't remember the fucking password to save my life nope. but i want that track there's two tracks i want and fuck it, it it sucks but you know that's just my own little. you should you should you should try uh redoing the password that didn't even work i didn't even try that yeah. i should probably try that yeah and send it because it's probably gonna be at a yahoo account by now right <laughs> um, yeah i think it was actually Cause I've had an AOL account that I still use. Oh that's shit! Like, I, that's actually one of my main uh, accounts that I use. Is I like didn't AOL. even I didn't even know they still exist. They do. Whoa! AOL has mail, baby, and oh. it's still, every time you open it, it still says you got mail. Oh my! Oh, then they making millions because I remember AOL back back in the day. Oh, you cannot dude. you cannot was, pick that phone up. That was oh my god! I remember <laughs> you that. You cannot pick that phone. Like, you would pick it up and be like, over with, and you and everybody. Dang, I'm the fucking fuck. My mom yelled every time. Every time. I <laughs> oh, love you, dude. mama. You yelled every time. Oh, dude, those AOL. I, you know what I loved about AOL was the chat rooms. Did you ever fuck around in the chat rooms? Yay and nay, I barely remember. Like I said, I smoked oh, yeah, cause so you're, much. Well, you, and you're younger than me, so it's all good. I, I remember going to the chat rooms and, and fucking getting, like, just people are weird in there back then. Yeah, there's a lot of weird. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember some weird shit from back in the day. Yeah, some. Yeah. What What was it? Do you remember? What do you remember specifically? Or you oh, shit. One of my One of my homies got catfished. Oh. Off of AOL. <laughs> I think he was the first catfish. <laughs> the first case of being catfished. Yeah. Yeah. Here in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. Folks. I, yeah. He got catfished off that AOL stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm t- like, for like six months straight. Like, Dang. I didn't heard almost all the conversations and everything. I'm like, yo. And then at the end of the day, it was just, it was not a female. Oh. Yeah, that shit. Dig. Like, yeah. that is the classic catfish. Yes, right it there. is. Yes, that it is. is like catfish classic. It's yeah. just like, you talk in a big game, then yep. like you show and, up, it's a big burly dude. I'm telling you. Like, oh, <laughs> they didn't even show. It was, it was funny because, you know, they had call, you know, do the calls to yeah. each other. And in reality, they'd be like, okay, well, this is me, of course, but I'm going to have my sister talk. Oh, yeah, shit like God. that. Funny as hell. That's deep. I never, I never let them live that down. Oh, you can't. Nothing happened, of course. It was all on. Online, but right. yeah, that's the first case. Oh, that's good. Now, remembering those times, do do you ever see the internet like to where now it's like hookup culture, like with Bumble and Tinder? No. Nope. Like, did you ever imagine like? No, nope, I was. I always thought, but 
But do you remember the connotation that came with people who said we met on the internet back in the day? Yeah. Remember, remember we'd be like, oh, you're weird, right? Right? Wasn't there like a weirdness yeah, to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, because back in the day, everybody was meeting in person. Right, right. Yeah. You know, oh, like, and, and then they start uh, uh, ChristianMingo.com. Yeah, you remember that? that? was That was, yeah, tender, like you said. But, yeah, back in the day, meeting online was like, uh... Yeah, it was something cause weird. Because you, you don't know who what you about to do. Right. Yeah, you about, yeah, that profile say that, but you see this person, <laughs> it's over with. So, yeah. But well, now... Yeah, everybody was a murderer or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, everybody was a rapist murderer <laughs> out there on the prowl looking for prey. Yeah, and we and was... now it's like... It's oh, normal. <laughs> Dating sites. This ain't even my night. <laughs> yep, h- hooking up, hooking up. Uh, one night or shit like that. I was never into none of that. Mm, nah, yeah. yeah, I was never into none of that. To me, that was that was weird back in the day, and even mm. even now, yeah, like, hitting that. somebody up real quick, this and that, blah blah. blah. Yeah. Just that, I don't trust that online shit. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't either. I'm I'm actually, I mean, I'm actually I'm I'm actually pretty happy that I kind of sort of like buried my dick like a long time ago you know what i'm saying like i'm glad that i, that I buried that put that yep. the rest yeah like Good before man. tinder and bumble and all that shit yeah. came out you probably would have been a hoe huh <laughs> and like as soon as i lost the weight because i lost the weight in cali and then so oh. like when you're young in cali yep. and his girls yeah i went crazy i was still awkward and like i said stupid things and i was drunk all the time so like still i still got them though but I, see Got my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got yeah, got the wife. Yeah, got the wife. But, yeah, but man, I mean, because like we got married in like 2008, 2009, something like that. Congratulations on thank your you, marriage. Thank hey, you. Thank you. No, no, no. 2011. Oh my God, we got oh. together in 2000. <laughs> yeah, you you better clip that out. Nah, it's cool. Okay. <laughs> she knows. She okay. knows who I am. Okay. If she don't know who I am by now, then, then she's fucking yeah. up. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Random and Steve. Hey, she you know, I she knows who I am. I know who she is. Y'all we we you know what? I mean like you we, you just like once you get to a certain point in a relationship, it's just like you know who you're dealing with. Yeah. Is there really a reason to keep going? It's yeah. like it's like when I want now if we argue it's just because somebody wants to argue because okay. like how are you surprised that I didn't do the dishes? You know? oh. <laughs> like how, how are you are you surprised yeah, by that now? Uh, over time, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, over funny. time it's That's just like you just are like it's who you are, so I either deal with it or leave. Oh shit! Well, <laughs> I mean that's how. I, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean you either accept or you reject. But all right, Bailey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're done. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's been, that was a weird way to end this. No, that's good. It's, it's, uh, it's a good but, time. Uh, hit up Bailey on uh, the Face Space. And yeah, hit, on, hit me up. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, the Snap, Snapchat as Bailey. I'm on Spotify Music. I'm on Apple Music, iTunes, Title, everywhere. Bailey, I just dropped a single called Paradox. Please go listen to that. Follow Nine District Music. Shout out to Mikey P. Oh shit! You just dropped. Listen, can we listen to Paradox? Yeah. So you just released Paradox. Yeah, I just released a song called Paradox, uh, produced by um, uh, Keys on the beat. My boy Marquise Wiggins. It's on all platforms, like I said, Apple, iTunes, Tidal, and everything. Here's Paradox. Turn to bad things. Uh, good dreams turn to bad dreams. Uh, 
Sometimes I wish I never had dreams Sometimes I wish I never Hey Good things turn to bad things Good dreams turn to bad dreams Sometimes I wish I never had dreams Sometimes I wish I never had dreams You ever woke up in that sunken place uh, Thinking to yourself this was your drunken place uh, All these drugs now I can't feel my face Ay, Why we gotta fight if we the only race I'm just saying Chilling like a kickstand So quit playing Turn into a super saiyan I am only human, I do what I can uh, If the world's supplying, then I am the man You see me chilling like a ceiling fan Ay, Turn your iron skillet into iron man Ay, Turn your superheroes into Peter Pan's Ay, If I had the power, I would feed the land Okay, now tell me what you understand uh, Turn the good dream into the candy man uh, Turn the hood theme into the candy land Ay, People popping mollies, people popping zans but think about it, we living in the paradox Cause the world ain't what it seems, it was all a dream Waking up to be the king or queen on the better things Cause you know that, good things turn to bad things uh, Good dreams turn to bad dreams Sometimes I wish I never had dreams uh, Sometimes I wish I never, hey Good things turn to bad things Good dreams turn to bad dreams Sometimes I wish I never had dreams Sometimes I wish I never had dreams But think about it, living in the paradox Cause the world ain't what it seems, it was all a dream Waking up to be the king or queen on the better things Cause you know that Good things turn to bad things Good dreams turn to bad dreams Sometimes I wish I never had dreams Sometimes I wish I never had dreams and we're back bailey thank you so much man i really appreciate thank you, you so coming much, down Mikey, here for man. having me man hey man no it was it's, a pleasure it's it fun it's, yeah. it's, it's been fun like, i'm glad you had a good time oh always like we gotta do this some more if i hey, can hey man i'm down i'm down yeah, man, man yeah you, so you got i mean you got a whole crew right a whole crew let's fucking line some shit up we're gonna line it up you, yeah. yeah wait till you meet them yeah i'm down let's do it i'm down to like if you guys ever need any like guitar any kind of things i do yeah. stuff yeah but yeah we i got, do instruments yeah we're we gonna talk some business <laughs> I do that stuff too we've never done a live a live uh performance with bands oh we've, wow that we've never done that that's interesting so well yeah i mean that, that's that's pretty common right like most most rappers are rapping to a, a dj well no nah, people switch it up now oh yeah totally yep so they people want big names on tour now they'll do the uh well, you remember when it was like really huge just to have a drummer and a dj yes. i think oh, it's still kind of it, it big, still is it but still like is. travis barker kind of came in oh, and started doing those videos it. Yep, killed and, it and he started doing it with rappers yeah everybody had to have everybody. a drum <laughs> yeah and mix mixing the uh mixing the culture all right man I'll, I'll talk to you soon yes sir thank you very much for nah, having me nah, mikey I'm... p Thank you, Bailey. I appreciate you coming out and meeting me out there at Buster Brown's in Maumee, Ohio. Uh, a great place to get a drink and uh, do a podcast. Uh, 
You can check out Bailey on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and the 9th District. Um, I'll put all the links in the show notes, so check that out. Um, You can also check out the new album, 1018, by Raina Mystique at R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. I had the pleasure of penning a couple of the songs along with the lovely and talented Rain of Mystique. So go check out that album. You can also check out the newly redesigned WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. It is uh, now 100% more user-friendly. So go check that out. You can also follow me on Instagram at WeSpeakEnglishGood or uh, on Facebook at WeSpeakEnglishGood. Um, yeah, uh, leave a review on iTunes and uh share the podcast and you can write the show at we speak english good at gmail.com okay i think that's everything i just feel gross after saying all that so uh let's get out of here let's just let's just go okay everyone be good to your fellow human beings hj's for everybody love peace kisses and all that